Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. very very rare occasion we have another dustin <laughs> oh man dude yeah it is we are few and many oh man how how are you doing how are you doing man good man good just uh watching some spooky shit and getting stoked to talk about some screen box stuff hell yeah man um and you know you run a really really good show over there um flicks and friends podcast which is really really cool um you have been i've been seeing you pop up a lot on on you know Twitter and you know all the other podcasts that I follow, everybody's talking about you guys, and I've started listening to you, and I really oh, thanks, enjoy your show. It's super fun. I know you run it with a few of your buddies, and it's always the best when you have like multiple people doing a podcast because you can bounce off of everybody, especially when they're like close friends and whatnot. So your show, yeah. it's it's such a comfort show that I put it on every chance I can. Cool. Then I've that's highly appreciated. Uh, yeah, um, I've known Paul and Sean probably about the same amount of time, but we're all in different places too. Like they've never actually met each other. Wow. You know, other other than us being on the show together. Um, wow. I li- I lived in South Carolina and I used to hang out with Paul, and then I used to work at a movie store down here in Orlando with Sean. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you brought yeah. everything together, so. That's, yeah. that's extremely cool. But before we jump into everything, um, why don't you let the listeners know where they where they can find you, what you guys are up to, and and, and whatnot. Yeah, well, like I like it was just said, um, I'm Dustin. I'm one third of the Flicks and Friends podcast. Uh, I co-host with my buddies Paul and Sean. We're a variety movie podcast. We talk about anything from comedies to horror to animated. Uh, you name it, we might do it. <laughs> and we are on just about every single podcasting platform minus YouTube. So anywhere you get your podcast, you can ch- definitely check us out. Awesome. And um, as always, I'll put all the links below so they can go f- and follow you and listen to you. I highly recommend this show. Um, you guys are hilarious. And, uh, Thanks, you, man. And the guests we try to that be. you have on too. Like you have a lot of friends of mine of the show that go on on your show. So it's really, really cool and, and seeing so many people supporting each other. Um, especially the last couple of years, podcasts have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. And this to communities have been amazing. Um, so I guess without further ado, we can jump into what we're doing today, which is, what is this? Episode six of Screenbox Essential Picks. Um, I, I you know reached out to a bunch of people on Twitter. I put out a big post about anybody who wanted to come on and cover some films you were like hey let's let's do it you gave me your film which is um 1031 uh, october 31st and yep. um the one that i picked is antrim the deadliest film ever made um so these are 
movies that we find essential to ourselves. Um, I say this every episode, just so for anybody who's coming into it new, they're like, why is they why are they talking about movies that aren't like Nightmare on Elm Street or you know um, Friday the Thirteenth? Because what I'm trying to do with this is make it so anybody who's new thinking about or already on Screenbox, because as you can see, they've been putting out like 30 titles a month, man. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. crazy the amount of movies that they put out. So I figured I'm going to do a lot of the heavy lifting with friends and try to get some movies um, in a playlist, essentially. So for anybody okay, who's cool. thinking about movies to watch, you can go listen to the show and um, be like, okay, that movie sounds pretty cool. I'm going to go check that out right now because it's very daunting when you're going through the library. <laughs> it really is. Oh, man. Like when you asked us, if when you asked if we wanted to do this, man, I started going through the catalog and I sat there for like three hours. Yeah. Oh, and I thought I was done. I thought I was <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. I'm like, fuck. All right. Well, I, let me just keep going, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and there's like days where they release like 10 or 15 titles at once, and you're like, bro, g- calm down. What the yeah. fuck are you doing, Screenbox? Give yeah. us a little bit of room to breathe so that way we can go and, uh, you know, enjoy some of these films and get caught up. Because um, when I um, got onto, when they, you know, like kind of rebranded themselves and I subscribed to them, I was trying so hard to watch everything they had because at that point they were only releasing maybe five to eight titles a month and now they've blown up so it's so hard to do that so i hope that you know these shows kind of help each other, uh, everybody else out um but we'll let you start off with the film that you have we can kind of go over it i have imdb and rotten tomatoes up over here if you want me to read anything off that or if you want to do everything off the cuff i'll leave the floor to you man yeah so i chose 1031 because my favorite type of horror movie is anthologies yeah. Like I love the idea of you have 15 minutes. 15 minutes to tell the story and sure some of them aren't bangers but that one might not be scary to me but it might be scary to you, you know? Then that's yeah. and it just it's up to interpretation. And all five of the ones that were on this movie, I actually I enjoyed a little bit of each one. And that's very rare for me man because it's either I really like I'm going to go ahead and throw Creep Show 2 out there. My favorite one is The Fucking Hitchhiker. The oh, other yeah. ones I'm not a huge fan of, you know? I mean, Chief Woodenhead's cool, but, you that know. That was really uh, overrated, to be honest. <laughs> Chief Chief Woodenhead? Yeah, or, that no, one really yeah, is. No, I love The Hitchhiker, dude. That's my favorite one. And um, But going into this, man, what I liked is it was presented to us like a movie marathon. Yeah, like it was like it was a TV show. I I fucking dug that dude. And if you can do that right, it hit, it hits. It doesn't matter how low budget it is. It doesn't matter how shitty the ideas are. If you can hit it, at, if you can convince me that it's one cohesive story, I'm down. Yeah, and uh, they did a really really good job with this one. I'm the same way. I love anthologies. It's also because I'm a huge fan of short films. I every time I go to a film festival, I have to make sure. I go to the, the shorts blocks because yeah. it's the best way for, I think a starting filmmaker, even like a veteran filmmaker or writer to showcase what they can do in like five to 15 minutes or even sure. shorter than that. Like I've seen some shorts that were literally 15 seconds and I was just like, Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> like, like yeah. lights out was like a two and a half minute uh, short film. 
Yeah, there's there's so many. There was one I just saw. Um, I forget what it was. I think it was like Split Decision or something like that. A quick decision that yeah. I saw, and it was just like, how did you do all that in literally ten seconds? It was ridiculous, but it was wow. great. Um, so I always champion short films. Um, so anthologies is a, go- a great way to kind of digest that in a more of a narrative um driven way. Um, and 1031 is great and they have multiple parts I'm pretty sure Screenbox as we said before we started I think they have the they have part 2 but you said there might be also a part 3 so who knows yeah no and I, again like with with the anthologies you get a variety like yeah. it's not one one steady story you have to pay attention to it's you get the sci-fi you get the slasher you get the paranormal uh, any any type of taste of horror you want that can be within an anthology. Yeah, and um, if you love Halloween, this is based on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean that's just much, like yeah. a a whole added thing to it. So this gives you even more treats, you know. Um, I feel like that that was the cohesiveness throughout the whole movie was it was Halloween. Yeah, yep, yeah. That um, was that was the only thing that tied it together, which I I, I dug. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, so I do have the IMDb score which is a 4.7 out of 10 with 522 reviews. That's not awful for IMDb. Average. Yeah, it's about it's an it's an average type of movie. Yeah. And um I have on Rotten Tomatoes, uh unfortunately, there are no reviews for critics or audience on here. So people get on Rotten Tomatoes and rate this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go and do it. Um Sometimes they give us a budget and stuff, but we don't. We do have when it first started streaming, which was uh, November 18th, um, 2020, um, which is weird because this movie came out, uh, what year was it? 2017. Yeah, 2017. So it took a while for it to get to a streaming service. I'm, I imagine it was playing at, at like probably smaller cinemas. So that's probably why I don't have a theatrical release on it. Sure. Um, usually with anthology movies like this, that's more indie driven. Um, not like huge budget like Creep Show or something like that. They usually kind of are off to the wayside, but it's a great film. I enjoyed it. I loved all the segments. There's um, there's five segments in here, and it's super duper fun. So I thank you for picking this one because it's been a while since I've seen it. And when I saw the cover, I was like, oh, this movie. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I love this one. I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, it was my first watch through, man, and I I I I dug it a lot. Yeah, so if you guys love anthologies, make sure you check this one out, and I'll also go watch part two. That's also on uh, Screenbox. Um, and then for I guess a completely like one eighty, <laughs> I picked Antrim, and this movie, uh, it really you know, it struck me uh, because of how they were marketing this one and how the movie was already marketing itself. It's the deadliest film ever made. It's a cursed film. Uh, people have died who have seen this. And it's cool because the first like 15 minutes of it, they kind of have like a documentary style of talking about the film and going through it and being like, why this is cursed? Why is it the deadliest film ever made? Um, and then they kind of go on and saying that somebody, you know, bought it at an auction and then, they think people may have put in like extra stills or like scenes in here. And it's really interesting, like seeing films that are essentially lost or cursed. And um, I enjoyed this one a lot. But uh, what, what did you think of it? Um, I there. OK, <laughs> I 
I kind of wish we got more of the documentary style of the movie. Like okay. it was like like the beginning, the first 15, give us 45 of that and then 30 of this movie. Uh, <laughs> only because like I I got lost real quick, man. Like when where did the mom go? Like what what happened? Like what that's left up to your interpretation, correct? Like Yeah, essentially. And then they're just out in the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's I, I did. I watched I watched the whole thing, man. And I, to be honest, what kind of took me out of it was at the very beginning of this movie when they're euthanizing that dog. Uh, try, that hit me hard because I, I was actually in a room with one of my dogs we had to put down. So that, yeah, that hit me pretty hard. And it didn't build momentum for me until they were caught. And that is the last like eight oh, minutes okay. of the movie. Really? Like for me, like it just, it took, like I, I sat there and I'm like, I'm waiting for something to happen. And, up until they got caught, man, and then I was like, okay, cool, fuck yeah, and then they got away. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So yeah, this film, um, I kind of had mixed emotions about it too, but then I had to watch it again. So I watched this twice so far, and mm -hmm. um, I started to like it on the second watch. It's definitely a film I want everybody to see. Like these are films I sure. want everybody to go and watch, especially when it's um a film when they're advertising it as the deadliest film ever made. I mean, come on, you you gotta you gotta go watch yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but it gave me um, a little bit of a reminder of, like, you know how they're going through, like, the stages of hell, essentially. There's a movie that came out last year that kind of um, had the same theme that was on Shudder called Revealer. And mm -hmm. that was my favorite movie of last year. And, um, like, the, you know, every time I went to, like, the, because there was a book that was being used. And um, every time they got to a different stage, they would, like, you know, tell you what the stage was and, like, that was getting me hooked. I'm like, I want to hear the guy say it again. <laughs> I want to oh, hear the okay. voice, you know? So yeah. I really started to like this film a, a lot. Um, and uh, I imagine this is going to be another mixed, you know, emotions film. Usually when there's so much hype built around a film like this, it's very hit or miss. You have to, you have to like really want to be into this. Um, and this is a, what was it, 1979 or something when this was a, a actually made? So... Not that many people have seen it, as you can see at the beginning of the film. They kind of, you know, explain everything. Um, but it, it's it's a film. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a movie for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and, so, yeah, like I like I said a minute ago, man. Like if it's if it's someone else's cup of tea, I'm not here to shit in it. You know, like yeah, yeah. It might I might not like it, but someone else might like exactly. it. Exactly. And that's why you love um, anthologies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess if this was an anthology film, we would have been like, this is rad. <laughs> if this were, yeah, if this movie were 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so I have the scores um, for IMDb. Okay. It's a 4.9 out of 10 with 3,538 reviews. Okay. Damn. <laughs> wow, yeah. So a lot of people um saw this like as soon as they had the chance. Um and the, and they're split down the middle. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And um uh Rotten Tomatoes, we actually do have scores for this one. So oh shit. Critic score with 17 reviews is 76%. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um and then the audience score with only a hundred plus ratings is forty-five percent. Which I can see this, you know, as as we're talking, it, it's clearly a split down the middle type of movie. You actually, you're gonna really like it, or you're gonna kind of maybe want to pass on it. Um, yeah. 
but that's okay. I mean, uh, not every single movie has to land for everybody. Like, otherwise, like, what's the point of creating art if you're trying to appease to everybody? You know? And you and you never know until you fucking watch it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Um, so if you like, you know, gritty style movies that has a plot that's kind of loose, Antrim's for you. If you like anthologies that can go anywhere, and Thirty Ones for you. If you like both of those then this is a perfect pair. Um, and as I usually uh, do, uh, when we do these pairings, I like to kind of give you an order, as, as I think would be the best way to watch it. I think, start with Antrim, kind of do like a slower movie, not really knowing what's going on, and then go into 1031 and end it with a bang. That's, that's my, uh, my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree, because if you, start with, if you started with 1031, you'd feel compelled to not finish Antrim. Yeah, I think yeah, if, you, yeah. if you watched if you watched Antrim, get you the palate cleanser, put ten thirty one on, and just have a good fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as always, these these episodes are extremely extremely short, and uh, it's fun. I love doing these. Um, Dustin, it's been great having you on. It's so weird saying my name, <laughs> dude. It, it is, dude. I I think I broke Brett broke Brett the other night when I mentioned that I was coming on the show and I was talking about you talking like ask me and he goes. Wait, which Dustin are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's always crazy when you have to say your own name. Like with us, there's not that many of us, so it's not super common for you have to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go see my friend Dustin or whatever it may be. So it's always weird. Dang. You are now, you are now the fifth in my lifetime that really? I've ever met. You might be yeah. my third because I think I went to school with somebody with that name. Uh, I think. I'm always around Justin's. Uh, I've I've actually known a lot of Austins and Mm -hmm. one Destin, which was super weird with an E. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know a Destin as well. Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) I I know Des. We all come together eventually. (laughs) Yeah, we're the Austins. Yeah, Yeah, the Austins for sure. Um, (laughs) But this was a blast, man. And um, I want to stay in contact anytime you want to come on to do like an actual full-on review of a movie. Let me know. Um, Sling me some films too. I'd love to come on your show and talk to you. You and the oh, game. it's already in the works. It's already in the works, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, hell yeah! And um, as always, Screenbox, thank you guys so much for being great supporters of a lot of podcasts, not even just uh, mine, but um, you know, being able to let us do things like this to, you know, help promote your site um, as much as we can. I love Screenbox; they they treat us so well over here, and I really hope that they, you know latch on to you guys as well if you want i can see what i can do to get you guys um into contact with them yeah i mean i'll i'll do what i can too i mean they they're pretty responsive on twitter like that was that was what turned me on to it is i i instantly i asked you one night about like hey what if if i were to purchase this program or the streaming service what 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 can i expect what would you recommend and they chimed in yeah and i was like okay i'm like there we go that's that's where it's at man yeah, Alex, um, who runs the uh, socials over there, he's always so helpful. So if you guys are curious, you want more, if you just, you know, at Screenbox, what can I watch? And and Alex will just be like, okay, what are you into? What what? Give me like your top like three movies and he'll kind of base it off there. Um, so there's a lot of ways for you guys to kind of get a list going and, and trying to figure out what to watch. So I and dude, he hit me, he hit me with Nightbreed and Nightbreed's my... I love Nightbreed, Dude, man. I have a it, bunch of shirts of Nightbreed. I, me too. <laughs> me too, man. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I need to get a poster up on this wall eventually. Whenever I can yeah. find space. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but this was a blast, and I hope everybody's enjoying this series. Um, I'd love to get you on again for another one and a full-on sure. review. And uh, everybody, go check out his podcast. Links will be down below, and um, we'll keep supporting each other. Absolutely. All right. Take it easy, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. Later.